Bonjour, salut, Jeff Roland. Salut. <laughs> And welcome all to the Digital Medici podcast, your number one source for discovering the digital art renaissance. Um, so first of all, I'm going to ask you the, the question that Nardwar, who's a very famous music interviewer, asks all of his interviewees. So can you introduce yourself to the audience? So who are you? Who am I? That's the, that's, that's such a question. Like, uh, I am uh, magic incarnated in the space. <laughs> well, it's, um, I, I'm a French artist, but I wouldn't uh, define myself as French because like I've uh, spent my time escaping France most of the, um, most of my life to exhibit in the internationally. I, I've been 25 years a professional artist now, and um, I've been going everywhere in the world to exhibit. And, um, well, this was my passion as a child, and I managed to do something that uh, many people try is to, 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 to follow their passion and live uh, from it, of it. And um, until I discovered uh, quite recently the space and uh, crypto and uh, and uh, NFTs and all this, like uh, which didn't really change my life as an artist, but that expanded a lot my vision about uh, about everything. So, so I'd love to I... dig deeper into that. But first of all, you were talking about. Um, how it was your your passion growing up um, and in a past mm -hmm. interview you you stated that uh, you know as a child you wanted to be uh, an illustrator for for comics so I was wondering yeah. what were your early influences from your childhood that made you want to pursue uh, a career in the arts well it's like uh, when I was a kid I didn't know nothing about uh the art in a broader sense like we we we, we mean in a, in art history except uh, about um, except for the things that we see everywhere i was a big big comics aficionado but uh, the sort of comics that were like like i'm uh, sort of a, an a not old man but getting older so and i'm i'm 54 so at the time The comics I was reading were, were um, like, uh, you know, like little guys with big noses, with uh, uh, speech bubbles and that, that, that sort of things. And I, I wanted to, 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 to do these things and uh, to, to express myself. And uh, my father was a uh, military and he was bringing me, like, uh, notebooks uh, of uh, accounting notebooks of the military, but the other side of the pages like they were filled were all white so i had like stacks of notebooks of white paper and i was uh, drawing all the time and at one point i was uh yeah i was fascinating by one uh called one comics in particular that was uh from uh, belgium that was the smurf the smurfs <laughs> that was my big thing and then one day I participated to a contest on uh, that was on French TV. There was a uh, a show that was uh, designed for kids who wanted to be someone famous, and then I picked this man, the creator of uh, the Smurfs, 
I wanted to be him. So, and they picked my letter. So when I was uh, seven years old, I went to Paris, was invited to French TV. And then I uh, was introduced to a man that was not the creator of the Smurfs because the one that was um, booked for the, for the show was uh, the creator of Achille Talon, Greg, which is, who's a, uh, quite famous in France, in France and, um, and introduced me to uh, how to ink your drawings and uh, lots of things. I, I met the editors and, uh, and it, it really motivated me. But I was drawing um, imaginary characters, just like I do now, like um, little people. And uh, I had a story. I remember I was with Mr. Crab and uh, and the ETs. I was like that was my story at the time. And uh, I was invited to this uh, show, but I was invited with a, a group of other kids that were fascinated by comics. And these kids were so good. I mean, in anatomy. And they were not in the same field as me. They were fascinated by superhero, by Marvel, uh, Strange, the, this sort of uh, DC comics. And I felt a bit uh, frustrated because I, I felt for sometimes I felt that my my way of doing art was something that was not right and that I was uh, needing to 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 get better. So and it took me some time. So I went. I, I was away from from drawing for, for for a few years because of that i thought that i was doing something wrong i didn't understand at the time that uh, precisely what is important is to express who you are uh, and uh, your individuality and to not try to imitate which i thought was uh, the right thing because when you're in a family when you're a uh, in your family, they, they say, oh, you like to draw. You want to be an artist. Like, can you can you draw the dog? Can you draw the house? Can you draw Uncle Tommy, etc.? And then if you can't, uh, they say, uh, I don't know if you're going to be an artist, etc. And then uh, so there's a confusion sometimes. So that leads me into my next question. But um, before I ask you that, that made me think of another question that I wanted to ask you. Um, so how, how would you define art? Because I know there are some people that define it, they try to put it into a very small little box, you know, and they say you have to, you know, it has to be academic, you, all the proportions have to be right, or, or it has, you know, you, you look at Renaissance painting or whatever, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, my, my personal definition, uh, well, I, I guess I'll, I'll wait until after what you say, but uh, how would, yeah, how would you define art? For me, I would put art definition in a simple way, such as art being the expression of our imagination, whatever that is. And uh, imagination in the broader sense that what imagination is, what image do we have of reality? So for some people, for example, reality is just what is in front of their eyes. And for some other people, uh, reality goes much further and they invent things. So this imagination they have is broader and it goes uh, in other direction. For me, art is not very uh, good to be put as an intellectual thing because we get into debate. It's like uh, these 
terms that lead to uh, lengthy talks that are very, very uh, common in France because, like, you know, the French like to talk about things for hours and hours. <laughs> so, so that's uh, the thing. I think it's art or expression of imagination. I like to put it simply this way. That's a, a really, really good way to put it. I, I, I like your definition a lot. So, yeah, personally, I would say to me, I like that word expression that you used. Uh, to me, art is fundamentally expression. And so, uh, you know, I could go deeper into that, but this is, this is about you, okay? You are a guest of honor here. So I will ask you as well, because you said you were talking about your, your father, who was in the military and your family. So how, how would you say that your family reacted to uh, this passion of yours? Um, were they supportive or was it, was it difficult? Uh, can you take us a little bit into, you know, how you were able to, you know, um, become, you know, the artist that you are today? And, and how long did it take you to get to that, that point of, you know, confidence in, your, in yourself, mm -hmm. in your imagination, in your, in your artwork? And yeah, thank you so much again. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, it took a long time. As far as my family is concerned, they appreciated like like every family that I was drawing, but uh, they were not like the impulse, the the motivating force that uh, threw me into that. Because like uh, as far as uh, they appreciated it, my 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 art, they, they were happy for for, for me, but. Uh, they also were like sort of reasonable people, so they wanted me to 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 do something else. So, which led me to not study art, and I studied science uh, first, uh, biology, physics, math, and then uh, later linguistics, philosophy, and uh, that, uh, that that sort of thing. So, uh, I never really studied uh, art. Um, which placed me in a category that is uh, outside of uh, traditional art, but that is also very freeing um, insofar as you don't have to, um, you don't have to know, you know, it's like, I like this sentence that says like, uh, they didn't know it was impossible, so they did it, you know? So, uh, um, I'm quoting this sentence, I don't know who said it, but uh, it doesn't matter. But uh, when you don't know that it's impossible, you try things anyway, and then sometimes you manage, and it creates a, a path that is uh, opened, where uh, in, in as opposed to when you're in an art school, for example, they, well, you have a lot of people that try to tell you that they know what art should be, etc., and then you can be in the end in a in a bit of a prison of thoughts uh, that uh, will uh, will make you doubt more than encourage you. So, well, it also, of course, depends on, on your teachers. So that's for the the early uh, the early stages. Um, I started to to draw for for and paint and for for friends and uh, then uh, until everything happens little by little through um, 
magical encounters like uh, it's very random in life like you you meet someone that will uh, believe in you uh, they push you a little bit then you go a little bit further they make you uh, feel confident yeah i just wanted to say that yeah i think you're uh, it's a little bit your superpower because your your artwork is so different from what's out there and i think a lot of times uh school uh, teaches us to be a certain way and mold us in a certain way. And I think that sometimes, especially in the art world, it is very beneficial to have your own voice. Now, anyways, so that that actually leads me to the next question. Because, so how would you describe your art style uh, now? How would you have described it in the past? Well, yes, yes. What you say there is very important because, like, uh, it's like people don't know what they want. You know, you have a kid, you want your kid to be unique, to have a personality, etc. And then after a while, you look at society and you realize that uh, having someone with a strong personality is not that easy to manage, you know, like... Uh, Having someone that is uh, unique, not doing things like others is not because well, and it's a little bit of both. Like you need adaptation on one side and then you need also to be unique. But uh, um, our society has a tendency to celebrate people like uh, can be artists or rock stars like and that would that have a sort of lifestyle that we would not recommend to our kids. So. It's very difficult to uh, to 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 get to get there if you're uh, doing something traditional and uh, so that's uh, it, it takes a lot of determination and belief in yourself and uh, also well uh, some not so easy moments like I mean financially. I mean, you need to survive to do. Uh, I did like I did a million jobs uh, to 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 survive, but never let go of uh, the this idea of uh, getting into into the art. You asked me then about how I would define my art. Um, the latest uh, exhibitions I I made solo exhibitions were called the Magical Universes, and that's the key. Who I think I I believe in uh, um, magic is bringing some love in the form of uh, an energy that uh, uh, people will uh, see in the painting they are looking at the, the artwork what what it can be I I'm not going to say painting because like in in Web three art has gone in in so many more direction than just painting but. Uh, when you look at a work of art, it uh, speaks to you. It uh, makes you react in a certain way. You learn something about yourself, it, and there's something mysterious. The, in, the the interesting part is the mystery. And this mystery, this mystery, you feel that makes you feel that there is more to life than just your day to day job, than just uh, like. Uh, uh, how hard life can be and when you when a piece of art can make you feel that there is more to just reality the day-to-day -day reality then you are in the magical aspect of things and uh, and that's that's uh, how I, I always see it so i try to um, 
create some I, I try to create some joy and to um, help people I try to remember that they they have inside the child that they were and uh, that this child um, when you're a child you're adventurous you know exactly what you want to be you want to be um, I don't know a magician a, a, an astronaut a, a singer or some things like uh, well I, I don't know many many sort of things um, and but but you're determined you know what you want like it's very rare to see a child that is bored so this energy um, is what I'm trying to keep awake because um, we go from our childhood and then all of a sudden we're supposed to be more serious to take things more reasonably etc and uh, but maybe we're losing something in the way i'm trying to wake this up um, so yeah. you would say it's important for your artwork to really awaken that inner child and and let people think more playfully and and let people reconnect to um their aspirations and their passions and their their childhood and and you know kind of rekindle feelings of like nostalgia and love and uh, can you dive deeper into, yeah, wh why is it important for your artwork to, you know, um, to connect because to we, the inner child? Because we need, uh, we need also some playfulness and something that is not so serious. We need to be able to find a force that will uh, help us not to take everything so seriously. Because look, if we look at it in a, in a certain way, life is very hard. Life is tough. The, uh, it's like uh, people suffer there. If you look at the news, it's terrible. So like, uh, and then if you look at uh, things uh, very directly, well, we 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 are born, and then we are going to to live our life, and then it's over, and it's very short. So, uh, in a certain way, life can be seen as uh, something very pretty grim and uh, pretty rough. So, we need that's the rule of civilization and uh, also of culture to build something that will make this interesting and uh and i'm talking about the child because a child knows exactly how to make something interesting you take a child to a, a, a wedding for example that is completely boring to them but they will find a way to get under a table and build a secret castle under the table and to imagine things that will make this piece of reality a little bit more interesting than it is and so uh, maybe art is just that making reality a little bit more interesting than it is you know that's absolutely fascinating uh, and I, I really i really connect with that a lot i think it's very interesting how much you talk about imagination um in, in my personal philosophy i would say that uh, you know imagination is the one thing that's that's more infinite than physical reality um, because, you know, physical reality will always happen the same way. You know, this, this desk that I'm sitting at is always going to be a desk 
you know, um, and this, this water bottle next to me is always going to be a water bottle, but in your imagination, you can create uh, a million stories and you change one thing that could be a a little bit different. And if we had unlimited time, you know, you like, I I really believe that, you know, imagine the internet, the, the internet itself is an extension of our imagination and think of how vast it is, you know, think about um, games like, like Minecraft, where you could just keep walking, you know, in a forever, and it'll keep generating new territory or creating a new world. Anyways, um, sorry. I, um, I... All the, all the metaverse, I mean, like, uh, we're, we're creating, we are creating new worlds all the time and we are doing it more and more. Um, at the moment it's like, uh, I mean, some people, uh, it's hard to imagine for people who were born with the internet, for example, to imagine that this thing was for a long time not existent. It's like, <laughs> and uh, all, all this, like, but it is expanding like this. And then at one point, there were no printed books and there were no radios. Like, and we keep inventing things to expand our power to. Uh, to, to make the world more interesting and uh, linked and um, be together. And um, I insist again on the child because a child will always, in a way, try to build it in a, in a positive way to make things agreeable, you know? So um, you, you've talked a lot in the past um, about... You know, I mean, even in this interview, you talked about how uh, you studied uh, philosophy as well. Who are some of your inspirations, uh, you know, in philosophy and and how does philosophy uh, inspire your work? Uh, Well, in uh, in philosophy, I have, uh, uh, how can I say, two heroes as far as philosophy is concerned, but I don't want to to, to, uh, go too deep into the the details uh, of this, but uh, I like a lot uh, Spinoza because uh, he is uh, the philosopher of joy and he he explains that uh, we need to to play. We need to play. We need, uh, he is the philosopher of uh, um, pleasure and joy and uh, happy life in uh, uh, the short span that we have. So this is one orientation that I have. The other one is Nietzsche. Nietzsche is the one that uh, is uh, is the, the philosopher that uh, forces us to question our values and to see that uh, what we consider as uh, obvious in our civilization, for example, can be absolutely not true in another civilization and that uh, we need to build a lot of people talk about Nietzsche uh, about uh, um, nihilism like nihilism like to uh, to to consider that uh, he wants uh, um, he is the inspirer of uh, nothingness but uh, it's it's the opposite. It's like uh, it's like we we need to question our values to to re recreate something new. It's encouraging to be on a quest all his life. So 
these are my two philosophies. And then after that, I read a lot of uh, Carl Gustav Jung, that is uh, the is a psychoanalyst that has also a uh, philosophical importance that is a man that studied how our dreams uh, are inspired by the the full ancient history of uh, civilization and that uh, we can find symbols and uh, myth myth and that uh, come from uh, ancient times in our dreams and that uh, all this is, uh, is is proving to me that we all belong to one big culture, one big group that is uh, humanity and that if I compose this with the Spinoza and the joy and everything, it's like I like to talk about the human orchestra. We We need to be in a form of order, we need to play and we need to be together like uh, an orchestra. Wow, that's really beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Um, so now that we've delved a little bit into your philosophic um, inspirations, I'd like to also take a moment to dive into your artistic inspirations. Uh, we talked about your inspirations from comics when you were young. Um, and so I'd like to know uh, what were some of your artistic inspirations when you were, you know, making uh, your way through the art world and, and also uh, who are some of your in inspirations now in, in Web3, uh, if you have any. Yes. Uh, well, if um, one of uh, the... One of the painters that inspired me a lot, I loved for a long time in as far as uh, classic art history is uh, concerned, the Renaissance painters, of course, but one that changed everything and that convinced me that I could create uh, shapes and creatures and like uh, go beyond with the imagination was uh, Hieronymus Bosch. Absolutely. And uh, I was very young i was like maybe nine or ten and with my parents in venice and in venice if you go to the plaza san marco uh, you come across the uh, palace and uh, in that palace you see lots of works of art and there is a little room on the side with a one they have one in venice because most of the bosch paintings are in spain as you know, and uh, in the Prado, but there are this one in Venice. This is the first one that I saw, and I saw these scenes that appear very classical. It appears very classical in composition, in color, uh, and if you look at the details, that you you first think this this man is crazy because and and he shows um, scenes that are. Um, both um, uh, idyllic in scenes of uh, heaven and it also uh, shows the obsessions of the Middle Ages, uh, that uh, the obsession of hell. And uh, so there is everything in it. Like uh, That's one thing that was uh, surprising to me in uh, Web 3, that uh, this uh, dimension of hell is very present and I saw a lot of... Uh, 
what I would call dark or gothic art. And um, that's uh, very, very present. So there must be something for a philosopher like Jung. He would say that there must be something in the subconscious of the whole civilization that uh, if you study all that subconscious, you manage to see what's on the mind of global uh, of humanity in general. So that's... Uh, um, he says, for example, that if you study the dreams of people that were happening before the first, the the, the Second World War, people were dreaming of uh, catastrophes way before they happened. And so, by studying the dreams of uh, the population in general, you might you may see what's in the air, what's in the air. But you can also, with uh, art, create what is in the mind of people and uh, that is the that is the the, the rich uh, and the, the magic of memes memes are things that can uh, make um, uh, something very simple become a thing and then create communities just like the pepes uh, is like uh, something that is a, a very very simple, that frog, you know, like uh, not going into the history of how this frog was uh, was uh, on the scene, but then it creates, look at all the the imagination. We, we, we see that, uh, uh, well, we both see that a lot, but uh, all the creations that are made with that, it's incredible, like uh, the story of the apes and uh, and uh, all, all these things and... Uh, and uh, well, the motherfuckers then, well, yeah. So uh, you mentioned Pepe, uh, and of course I am Pepe de Medici. Um, so what does Pepe mean to you? Well, for, for me, it's a community, and it's uh, also a source of, as I said, a source of, 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 of forever imagination and inspiration and like uh, the latest uh, developments prove that I'm uh, right like it's it's never ending it's opening uh, channels of creation for 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 somebody for for me it's a, a way to unite people under a, a, a fun a fun adventure it's an adventure Pepe is an adventure is an adventure of the imagination with a frog, with a frog that can go in all directions, and we we don't know where it will go. Yeah, I, I love how you know with every different artist that that takes on the the Pepe meme, uh, everyone has their own version. You know, um, I've seen so many different Pepe's. You know, uh, yeah, you know from. Uh, like yeah. if you want to look at like you know more geometric modern art Pepe's like Batsu and and Sasha Chudo uh, has some of those. Um, if you want to look at um, you know expressionist uh, Pepe's with uh, Juni June's art and you know the the list goes on. Hofka Pepe's. <laughs> so yeah, it's, yeah, it's really great. Um, and. Uh, I, I can see what you mean, how it really opens the, you know, the imagination because, you know, it, it's quite a simple character, yet everybody has their own take and perspective on it. Um, so, 
uh, I also wanted to take a moment to, uh, to talk about the Medici uh, Emerging Club, uh, something that you, that you had started. Um, so what, what prompted the Medici Emerging Club? And can you also talk about how you uh, were involved you know, with getting collected by uh, Cosmo de Medici, one of the most uh, famous collectors in the NFT space? Well, yeah, I saw when I saw this man organizing an art uh, thread, I thought like, uh, th because this is uh, one of the persons I respect the most in the space, because he's got a vision that uh, reconciles um, the art world at large. That's, uh, that comes, he, he wants to go into a renaissance of art and is a true patron of the arts as in, in the sense that uh, um, we we see that uh, coming from the traditional art world and uh, the museums and curators and all all, the, all those those worlds and then you see web3 and you can say that uh, well the collectors are different and the, the the artworks are different and they are, will never be uh, together but uh, the, some people have that power to unite things and put them together and uh, this is one of them so uh, I just participated to this art thread that he does on Tuesday. So this is today. If you want to participate, there, there will be also today an art tank, what he calls the art tank. And uh, he um, launched this idea of uh, buying works from artists every week, like which is like a, a feat. And uh, so I was lucky enough to be selected to my... Uh, my surprise because I, I did I didn't know I didn't know Kosomo personally or anything so I was uh, very surprised to be selected uh, as an emerging art, uh, artist in in the first the very first art tank that there was so from there uh, we were at the time I don't know maybe five or six artists that were um selected so i contacted the others uh, naturally just to uh, just to chat and uh, um i came up with the idea of uh, creating a group uh, between us and uh, then kosomo went on with his idea to go for a second art tank and then a third etc and then i have lost count of how many there has been so so up to now so every week I was contacting the people that were selected to um, offer the possibility of joining the group that I created that is called the Medici Emerging Club. Uh, we were uh, helped a lot also by the DECA community that uh, helped us to encourage because they are very, very fond of uh, this uh, community um, in the sense that it was during the bull run, there was a, a strong sense of community that I couldn't really experience because I've been in the space just after it uh, ended. So, which makes me less disappointed that uh, many people maybe because uh, I didn't really know the heights of uh, the moment. But... Uh, 
all this to say that uh, gradually we created that and uh, we created that group with no pressure. Some people didn't want to join. They don't want to chat. They don't want to be together. I, I, I never have a pressure now. We are about uh, 70 people in the group. And in these 70 other people, um, we, we created a world on uh, foundation where um, people can uh, also sell and show their work. Every artist has one work. There are 33 of us that uh, participate to the world and uh, uh, we had some uh, some good sales and uh, got 10 collectors for now and um, uh, well and 25 works are available for now and uh, just, just to finish and uh, I'll let you speak and now on Deca we have uh, just opened uh, it's not really uh, ready but in the following week i think there's going to be a square dedicated especially to the emerging uh, artists of uh, selected by uh, Cosomo. all right thank you so much for sharing um and and i you know i, I love the medici emerging club i think it's a fantastic idea and uh you know more power to you and but i, I also wanted to touch on the idea of community in web3 and uh, since you've seen both both worlds, the traditional art world, I guess, and the digital uh, web three uh, art renaissance world, um, yeah. which uh, what would you say are some differences uh, and and similarities? Can you describe your experience so far? And what will you describe? How would you describe web three? Sorry, that's a lot of questions I'm throwing at you. Yeah, I'll try. I try. I try to put things uh, in in a sort of order. Um, well, the difference between the two worlds, traditional art world and uh, the Web three art world, is uh, fundamentally uh, the crypto and uh, that uh, some and uh, the the collectors and artists that are in Web three are very different, mainly the collectors, because they are uh, very much investors and they are uh, coming from a world uh, that is a uh, uh, world of, uh, that they are coin men, uh, like uh, they, 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 are, they, they want return on, on investment and things like this. So they believe in you, they can invest a lot of money on you, but uh, they are expecting uh, a little bit more. So sometimes it can feel a little bit more short term, but in the middle of that, some people are starting to realize that we are building something like, uh, and every true crypto investor knows that everything happens in the long run as well. So there is a lot of things like that. So it's in, in the art world, it's a little bit different because it's been a long time that people have realized that investing in art in the, in the traditional art world is always a matter of the long run. It's like, uh, it depends if you want to go and uh, if, if you're aiming at art history, that's one thing. If you're aiming at making money, it's another thing. It's like, yeah, so it's, it's, uh, it's a lot of things. Um, there are 
differences and similarities as well, because um, in both worlds, you have uh, different types of communities. You have people that build and people that compete. The people that compete in the end, um, most of the time end up uh, feeling bitter and uh, destroying one another when the people that uh, cooperate and build things manage to go further. I would say that like in the traditional art world, what changed everything for me was to participate to art symposiums and residencies. That's what I do the most. It's uh, going with other international artists, think together, work together, people who do completely different styles, and then you progress, you you have a sense of uh, community. I was in uh, Macedonia in uh, June, I'm going to Kosovo in, uh, in uh, September, and uh, so on. It, it's a way to travel the world, meet uh, people that are professionals, and then uh, also to have fun. So, and you can find that in Web3 too. You have some people that uh, have understood that uh, life can be a bitch and then it's important to, um, okay, it's good to sell, it's good to uh, be uh, competitive, but also it's good to have a little bit of fun. And uh, if you can do both, like uh, it's all for the better. So that's uh, that was also the idea behind the Medici Emerging Club to be together, have a good time, and uh, build uh, as many things as uh, as we can. Um, I forgot the other questions, uh, but uh, don't don't worry about yeah. that. I'm sorry, I threw a lot at you there, but you <laughs> you know answered that masterfully. So thank you so much. Um, and so I, I you know. Leading on to that, you say, you know, there's a lot you, you in these symposiums, you have a lot of different people, a lot of different styles. Um, and, and in, you know, uh, in the past, uh, I, you know, I've been listening to some of your interviews and you uh, talked about being a part of the outsider art movement. Um, and I was wondering uh, if you could uh, explain, uh, you know, just describe what that is. And also, how is that similar to uh, Web3 or, or different? Okay, the outsider. So, well, like, uh, for the specialist, this is a whole thing, you know, well, but uh, uh, to, to, to make it simple, it's like uh, the artist, uh, the French artist uh, Jean de Buffet started uh, in the 60s to collect works from people that were not aware of uh, doing art. That is, people from uh, asylums or people that had been isolated and uh, this, and he called this art brut. Um, so this led to a collection of uh, different extraordinary art that is, that was freed from uh, the, the expectations of, uh, well, precisely art school, the art world, and to, to do works like uh, in the States, uh, uh, someone like uh, Henry Darger is very famous uh, for having, uh, was a man who led uh, his life, uh, uh, having a, a normal life. It was only when he died that people realized that in his flat, uh, I think he lived in Chicago, and uh, there was, I don't know, maybe 
maybe 5,000 paintings that he had made, like in secret, just for himself, like uh, an outside of all influence. From there, um, the idea of uh, doing art uh, without influence led to uh, modern artists that uh, were claiming to, to be both self-taught and doing art uh, outside of uh, the norms, and uh, it would be another way to call it outside of the norms. And uh, that's a whole movement, too, that is uh, close to what in the States they, 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 they call uh, folk art uh, at, uh, the same, at the same time. But it's become a uh, sort of uh, industry as well. So everyone is copying everyone. It's, like, it's always the same, the same, the same thing. But uh, um, then I was involved into this because, like, uh, you know... The way movements of arts are called uh, comes from the critics. It's like uh, the, the artists, like the Impressionists, never decided to be called the Impressionists, uh, the Surrealists, no, tampoco. <laughs> and uh, the, um, it's the Cubists, like, and it's always something that is a bit like... Uh, uh, condescending at the at the moment when they said impressionists it was condescending the cubists it was condescending so um uh, it doesn't matter if you're an artist you uh, you you just follow your path and then there will be some critics that will say oh what you do this is this and this is that like nobody really uh, cares in the end uh, so i was coined at one point an outsider artist because uh, they couldn't put me inside the reality was that they didn't know what to say and they didn't know where to put me. So the, I was outsider. So, but uh, then I started to debate because I was uh, into philosophy and I wanted to start the debate. I was invited to conferences about outsider art with uh, because uh, there are specialists of this that uh, study outside our art in at university at the Tate Modern and things like this. Uh, and I was arguing with another researcher that uh, actually, actually in the modern world and with the internet, because what really helped me was social media from the start, uh, was uh, the, the possibility of... Uh, uh, what can I say? I lost my. Uh, uh, sorry, I lost. I lost. Lost my thought because, uh, like, I I have a my, my cat is like harassing me to get some food. Oh no, you're all good. You're all good. And also, <laughs> I, like... I imagine it, it can't be so simple uh, as you know. You uh, English is not your first language either. But so far, you've been. Uh, it's been expertful. Uh, this explanation of uh, outsider art. Um, but uh, I, I was also wondering. So, yes. would you say that? Uh, this has, uh, have you seen any cl uh, connections to, uh, from this movement to a web three that is now like opening the gates to, you know, a whole lot more people to express themselves uh, and uh, consider themselves uh, as, as artists. Yeah, it is. It, what's fantastic in web three is that it woke up the desire to create and to become an artist for many people, I mean, many people uh, said, uh, well, hey, well, may, no, no matter the reasons like uh, why they did it, but some people were had this in them 
it was uh, awakened at uh, at one point. Um, they 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 took an iPad and they started to draw. And uh, some some people are fantastic artists now in the Web three, but. Uh, in reality, they have uh, they have been doing art for a very short uh, time, but it doesn't matter. So, in a way, yes, they are also outsiders, but they would be, in my coining, neo outsiders because, like uh, now, you can't say that uh, you are not influenced. And this is the idea of memes again. It's like uh, precisely, you are influenced by uh, by uh, everything you see. It's uh, something that's uh, denying the influence of things around you is uh, feeling very strong. So, like uh, that's that's what we do in the uh, as we know with Web three. What are we but apes? You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's perfect right there. Um, yeah, I completely agree with you. Um, I, I do think it's, it's a bit of a strange term to say that you're outside in a sense, because we all are inspired by different things. Maybe even if you're in an asylum, you're still, uh, e even though you're outside of maybe mainstream society, I guess, uh, you can, you're still inspired and you're still, you know, experiencing life um uh, like we all do and so um yeah i i think that's you bring up a lot of very fascinating points and uh, i'd i'd love to see a more lengthy debate on that i think that would be really interesting yeah, it's 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 a, it's a long debate are you inside or are you outside who decides if you're inside or outside is like something like uh, uh you know it's a bit it makes all always makes me think of when the Catholic Church tries to argue if somebody is going to be a saint or not, and then they start to dig into the lives of people, and they are going to 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 say yes, but like, and it's a lengthy process of investigation that will lead to to say after a hundred years, okay, now this person can be a saint or not. Like, I know, well, it's a, it, it's sort of. Uh, well, that's that's one thing. It's like people like to talk. People like to talk. Uh, I like to talk too, but I prefer to act. I prefer to create, and uh, that's always uh, something that I do. And that's also the reason I do art symposiums. Is that because the objective of the meeting of people together in these things is to do things, to do things together. And uh, it's not just being around a table and uh, chat and uh, then at the end of the day, nothing is done. And then, well, you know, it's like, yeah. Well, this has been very enlightening. I know that uh, you also uh, have to get groceries and you, you're, and, and you had uh, some plans after this, so I don't want to hold you too long. Um, uh, but I did uh, have one last question for you. Um, uh, so uh, you had described in a past interview that you are working on a book. And I was wondering if you could, you know, tell us a little bit more about that. Oh, the story of the book. Like, uh, well, the book is made in a, in a way. It was, uh, well, it's like someone um, encouraged me at one point. Like, well, that was just before I, I left for Patagonia uh, for 
to, to spend some time there and uh, do my solo exhibition. Uh, so the idea was put on the table of a, a book about uh, my career, my, the text that I write. There is a debate about this, like is it interesting that I uh, go in length uh, describing my thoughts or not, or is it just the arts? Well, anyway, I did create that book with uh, a lot of uh, art and uh, some texts and things, and it was designed, but I was not really happy completely with the results. For a while, it was available as a, as a PDF, you know, like as an ebook. And uh, I think I'm going to wait a little bit about this, but like uh, the main thing is, uh, is, is, is ready, but uh, I think I want to give it another turn after Web3 because when I started the book, I didn't even know what an NFT was. So it sort of changed everything. And I wonder in what way uh, with some investors or with uh, some uh, uh, way uh, it couldn't be more Web3 or... Uh, if the book itself couldn't be an NFT, as I've seen for some artists, some artists have uh, been doing this. So I'm I'm thinking about this, but like uh, the main frame and content is is there. I think that uh, your book as an NFT could be really amazing. I think that you should definitely hold on to that idea. Um, uh, I I really like that thought, uh, and uh, thank you so much for uh, you know. Uh, agreeing to this interview for enlightening us with, uh, you know, so much uh, really uh, amazing, valuable, um, you know, information about your background. And I, I hope to, uh, to have you back on uh, another time uh, when I have a, a better <laughs> microphone set up and all this, but I, I really appreciate you. You have a wonderful day, Jeff Roland. And, and also um, maybe uh, before uh, I close off the space. If there are any questions from the audience, uh, I don't know if you're open to that. If not, we yeah, yes, of course. Like, uh, if if anybody has a question, I I'm here and I'm I'm really happy too because like we've been uh, chatting on and off uh, online, and it's always been a pleasure. You're uh, you're really a delight, and uh, and what what were the chances that we would. Uh, talk to each other when you're in when you're in France it's like uh, it's something no 100% well. uh like i it's it's crazy because uh you know you yeah my family's french and 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 you're a french artist and uh you know it, it's really great to finally be in the same time zone and uh yeah no it, it's really a delight um and uh it's been a moment since i've, I've wanted to uh you know to do this um and it, it's really such an honor to have you as the the first guest um I, you know I, I think i you know this was very purposeful i think that you are a really fascinating artist you have a very uh you know a very insightful very interesting way of looking at the world and a very uh and i really love your artwork i i you know i, I think it, it really speaks to me a whole lot um so yeah, this is this has been a dream. So yeah, thank you so much. Um, well, thank you. I'm 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 honored too. Really, like um, 
I'm I'm really attached. So now I'll uh, I'll open up the space. If anyone has a question, uh, feel free to request up if uh, that's possible. If not, that's cool too. <laughs> yes, yes, it, it's cool. Like also, like uh, I I see who's in in the audience. I I think I, I know most of the people. I like. Uh, and uh, I'm sending you big hugs too, a lot of magic to you. Uh, and uh, I, uh, I see you every day in the space and uh, I, I respect you and thank you so much for being here to, to listen. It's, uh, it's really important to me. And um, I hope we get to meet because like uh, for me, I've said it many times, but uh, um, there is a feeling of uh, irreality sometimes in the space, and uh, for me, it's important to be able to meet in in uh, in person too, or to at least have this objective at one point in uh, in life, because uh, um, that's what art demonstrates: that imagination, um, reality is is complex and then like uh you you can't have just like people that exist only on social media that's that's one thing but it's so much better if you can expand to uh make people you meet uh anywhere social media or or, or everywhere to to make them part of your real life like uh, so that's um something i like to do absolutely Absolutely. And, and to add to that, you know, I, I think art is a lot about uh, connection, you know, it's uh, you're expressing yourself, but at the same time, you're projecting out, you know, a, a vision of the world. And, and if people connect with that, it's, a, you know, it's a great way um, to, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I think it's, it's really important to, um, you know, yeah, meet people in, in person. That's why I like to, you know, go to different uh, NFT events and hopefully someday NFT Paris. Um, but uh yeah and then we get we get inspired and motivated in very mysterious ways sometimes as like uh we we, we can it can be something we hear some people we meet like uh our day can be changed and our lives can be changed and i i believe in change like uh, and so does uh elon apparently <laughs> it's like <laughs> everything is uh going in uh in surprising ways, like uh, that's that's what's interesting about life is that we don't know what's coming, and uh, that's that that is what is uh, fascinating. And uh, I think that we are just at the beginning. We keep repeating that on the space, but we keep repeating. Uh, I really believe that, like there are so many surprises to come. When I think of uh, the the teenager I was, if uh, anybody had told me that one day there would be something like an internet i would have said like what would that be like i know like yeah. so uh, so what will be the world in 10 years nobody has a sheer idea of what it's going to be but it's going to be fascinating and a, an adventure and it's going to be certainly exciting uh thank you so much again uh for this time we've gone full circle uh you know we started at the beginning now we're uh, you know now we're ending towards the beginning um and so you know talk about elon musk and <laughs> and all this but yeah. now um yeah anyways thank you so much to also uh, everyone in the audience um and uh yeah i really appreciate uh, everyone for 
being here, taking the time. And uh, this will this podcast will be posted on Spotify, on all the different pl- uh, platforms. Um, and uh, yeah, I really appreciate all of you. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening and much love to you all. Uh, thank you for being here for the first ever episode of the Digital Medici podcast. Uh, I wish you all a wonderful day. Peace. A wonderful day.